Welcome to the 21 News Podcast. I'm Madison Tromler. YSU sent out a memo to university faculty saying there could potentially be layoffs or cuts within certain departments of Youngstown State University. So to talk about this, I'm joined with Faculty Union President, Dr. Mark Vopat. Dr. Vopat, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. So as this memo says, there's 11 different potential programs the administration listed as possible places that cuts could happen down the road this winter. So it ranges from the Department of Accounting and Finance to the Department of Communication, Department of Criminal Justice and Consumer Sciences, uh, the, the School of Music and Theater, down to the Department of Teacher Education and Leadership Studies. So, Dr. Bopet, are you concerned about the possibility of this, and how is the faculty responding? Um, I'm extremely concerned. Our association is extremely concerned. Um, you said could, but it is pretty much a foregone conclusion that there will be cuts. So while while this is a review, is being posted as a review, we're sure that there are cuts. And I think there are cuts to some extremely important areas of the university. And again, um, I hate to come on. I hate to come on and say the same things over. I mean, as singing the same song that we did a year or two years ago. Um, the university is is looking to make cuts in only one area, and that's the academic arm of the university. So we are we are cutting pro as, as you said, some of those programs. I mean, music, um, the creative arts, communications, which includes things like journalism and our our communications program, our video communications program. All of these things are up for review and. I'm not sure when you look at when you look at 11 different programs and some of those programs are are you know central to the university um how you have a university anymore at a certain point you're not offering students um choice and options so I don't know what's left when you go through these so you know when when I'm looking at this and knowing that not only are people losing jobs but on the other side of it students are losing losing opportunities and the university is citing that these are certain majors or faculty within departments that they say have little to no enrollment. What would you respond to that? I mean, you have to, we have to be clear what, what is low enrollment, what is little to no enrollment. So if you're telling me there are programs with zero students or five students or 10 majors, that's a different story. Um, but the decision as to what constitutes a vibrant major hasn't been said to us. So is it 20 majors? Is it 30? Is it 50? Is it 100? Um, there are some programs that historically just have a small number of majors, but also support other colleges. So using my own my own discipline in philosophy, um, we teach all the ethics courses on campus or nearly all the ethics courses. So I have hundreds of business students that come through my courses, engineering students that come through, nursing students. Um, uh, criminal justice students. So I may have a small number of majors in the 30, 36, 40 majors, but I also serve a number of students across campus in a number of different colleges. So what is the metric that you'll be using? We don't know. And we don't know how that will be factored into which programs or people get cut. And those are, you know, some of those courses are integral to accreditation for certain schools like the business school. So you can't simply say we won't teach philosophy anymore because the business school needs it for its own accreditation, for example. That would be one. So, you know, when we look at that um, and I look at the students who come to YSU and say, you know, look, I may think I know what I'm doing and ask. I'll, I'll say this. Take take 20 students and ask them how many of them have changed a major since they came to university. 
what are the options they're going to have? So if they decide that they don't like business or engineering or something else, are they going to have options outside of, you know, a few programs or colleges? And that's that's really concerning, not only from a faculty standpoint, but also from a student standpoint. And you mentioned you brought up early on when I first started talking about was what was in this memo. And you said, well, you know, they're saying that this could happen, that there's a potential. But you're saying, you know, this sounds pretty clear that there very much will be cuts. There, there will be. And so yeah. as, as you know, being a faculty member, being the union president, what has you know, what have you learned in this whole process so far? Because, you know, this happened last year as well. What? What kind of an indication do you have that there will be more cuts? Because right now I know the provost mentioned to me that they're trying to cut costs elsewhere. He said they're trying to get as you know many faculty members as possible to sign up for the voluntary separation retirement program, meaning if they choose to do so, they can resign basically after this year and get 80% of their salary next year. And he says if they don't cut enough costs there, they would have to likely resort to cuts and layoffs. But do you think regardless of how many teachers sign up for this, there will still be cuts? Yes. I I don't believe um, that the VSRP, which that was a a memorandum of understanding between the union and the administration. So it's actually a, it was actually an addendum to our contract um, that the union supported um, as a sort of best worst case sort of thing. You know, if, if, if we are looking at retrenchment, it's much better that a faculty member be able to take the voluntary separation and get something as they walk away. Um, I think that that will appeal to some of our faculty who've been here for a while who are close to retirement. And I think that will save jobs. I think if some of those individuals decide to take it, there's a possibility that in their program, that because they're senior members, that that may save a few of the junior members. I don't know if that's going to be enough for them to say, and I suspect it won't be for them to say, we won't cut anything else, right? So if we get enough voluntary separation, I don't think there are enough people who are who are going to take that option or who are really eligible to take it um, will do so, you know. And at the same time, you know, they're offering that as an alternative. Again, it's a cut in faculty, it's a cut in academic programs. And, you know, we've, we have uh, recent numbers have come out that we've seen an increase in administrative spending again, over $769 over three years ago, and another $321 per pupil in um, athletic spending. So we're now up near $1,300 in athletic spending per student that comes out of their tuition, along with this increase in administrative costs. And again, I would, I would be more inclined to be sympathetic to the university if they said, we're offering a VSRP, but we're also making cuts in other areas. We're making tough decisions in other areas of the university. And after all that's done, then come to me and say, here's what we have to do in terms of faculty or programs. But limiting student opportunities in some cases, um, or in many cases, taking, you know, I mean, when you talk about music, the Dana School of Music is one of the oldest music schools in the country and is renowned for its jazz music program. And yet this is a program, you know, the music program is one that's being looked at. And I I just don't understand what's left of YSU when you go after some of these programs for cost of what's the, the, the provost is saying it's sustainability. I get sustainability, but to sustain what? Like what's what's left after you've made this? And I, I really think that the VSRP will only be a part of the solution. I think they're still going to have to sort of really think seriously about what else they're going to cut in order to balance their budget, not this year, but next year. Right now, I know that COVID funds have kept us solvent through this year, that we'll be, we'll be fine through the year. It's ne- next year that we've been told is the 
$11 million deficit, at least at this point. That's what we're being told. And I would imagine that even if, as you said, if they are able to save a couple of these departments or a couple of majors and programs within these departments, would you say that faculty may be looking at this list like, well, no matter what, down the line for the next couple of years, there's going to be classes and programs from these departments that are going to be looked at more? Yeah, I mean, I think we're there, there are a number, there's a danger in doing retrenchments year over year. Like, like the university is doing. I think it it hurts the reputation of the university. I think it keeps faculty. So if they're trying to attract faculty in other areas, as they've said, we want to redistribute our resources into certain programs. How many faculty are going to come to a university that is retrenching full-time faculty? So you get a tenure track position. This is not, this would not be the first place on my list if I were looking for a job that says, well, normally a tenure track position gives you some stability, right? There's a commitment there, they're going to make a long-term you know, sort of investment in you and a commitment, I think this is going to hurt our reputation, our ability to attract good and talented faculty. And I think that will also then impact attracting students who are looking for faculty who are doing more than just teaching alone, right? Which is the the trend that we're seeing now with lecturers and senior lecturers. Those people do an incredible job here, but they're also have higher course loads and are not expected to do research or service to the university. So that also impacts the the sort of quality of what the student gets in terms of scholarship and you know what what people are able to do outside of teaching. So to bring that new information into the classroom. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Bopak, for all your input, and you know we'll just have to see what happens come this winter. But thank you so much for all your input. I appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you.